Well, good evening. Welcome to the bridge tonight. Um, my name is Matt Bartlett. And if you say of the Matt Bartlett band, <laughs> I just want to say I am so honored to be able to uh, preach the word tonight. I appreciate Pastor Farrell uh, giving me the opportunity to do this. And um, guys, welcome to the bridge. Just a few things before we get started. Um, just remember as you exit, or if you're a first time guest, we have any first timers here tonight? Welcome, let's give our first timers a hand. And Jeremy mentioned it before, you are our VIP. Please pick up your, uh, your special gift, it being your first time. Um, but guys, I'm just honored to be here tonight. So how about the band, man? Good night, that was awesome. Yeah, I, I've got to, I got to give my buddy a hard time, Lee. It was like Lee and his children. <laughs> he, when we go out with, playing with each other, we call him daddy anyway. So it's grandpa, good job, good, good job tonight. Great spirit tonight. Um, it's just a, I love this church, man. I love, love my home. So anyway, let's dive into the word. And uh, this is what we're talking about tonight. We're going to talk about joy and difficult times. Can anybody hear that tonight? Amen. Amen. I want to start out by asking you guys, has anybody ever had a bad day? Oh yeah. Well, let me tell you about my bad days two weeks ago. Uh, it all started, um, me and Leanne were having a, a nice, comfortable morning, drinking our coffee, and, you know, we're both in our pajamas, and uh, just relaxing, you know, Landon, our little 19-month-old, he's, he's wild, okay, buck wild. He has one button, and it's go, and that's it. That, that's all he does. Like, tonight before, before uh, the service, he wanted to run up on stage and go beat the drums. That's what, that's what he wants to do. So, uh, he's a great kid, though. Even when we put him in the nursery, he gets mad and he throws down. So, anybody has kids can identify. But uh, a few weeks ago, we, uh, man, we were just, you know, enjoying ourselves, having a good morning. Well, Lee and I, we, wanna, we bought a house, praise God, first-time homeowners. Yeah, right on. Um, we're excited about that, and uh, so we walk outside, and I, uh, I slide the glass door closed. And some of you probably heard about this anyway. But I slide the glass door closed, and we're outside looking at some things we're going to do to our yard. And didn't think that my son could lock us out of our house. Well, the latch does not work half the time. I mean, at all. You have to actually, Joey's probably good at this. Joey Lancaster's on staff as our maintenance, the man guy. Anyway, he could probably fix it where we work all the time. I can't do that, okay? I'll be honest with you. So it doesn't even work at all. So this time it did. So he reaches up there, him and his little pacifier with his silky, and he goes, boop, just that, all right. So I turn around to go back in, and we were arguing too. We were just mad at each other. I mean, you can identify with that. Yeah, everybody, just, you're just, we're just mad, all right? So I go to unlock this door, and it won't open. <laughs> and he's in there looking at me like, ha, ha, gotcha, Dad. <laughs> and and we're, Leanne turns white, okay? This is my wife, Leanne, right down in the front row, Leanne Bartlett. Well, she turns white as a ghost, and she goes, oh, my gosh, Matt, we can't get in the house. And I went, calm down. Don't worry about it. Let's figure out a plan, see what's going to happen. So she runs around the neighborhood, bless her heart, barefooted, um, trying to find a phone so we can call somebody. And I'm over here, I'm just, I'm, I'm, like, I'm trying to be like the Hulk, you know, go, oh, get it open, get it open. These guns ain't doing too much. It's not going to happen. So uh, that didn't work out. So finally the sheriff's department comes and he says, uh, the deputy sheriff goes, 
So, so what happened? And I'm thinking, buddy, just take me off right now, man. <laughs> I'm a terrible parent. But uh, I, I told him the story, explained him what happened. He gives me a flathead screwdriver, and somebody did come to help us. She finally found somebody. And uh, we put the screwdriver down and ripped the door open, and there he is. But during the time we had the door shut, he took Q-tips, put them in his ears. He was eating dog food. But it's the all-natural kind, so it's okay. Um, yeah, so, you know, he was doing all that kind of stuff. And if we would say no, he would just run off. And he'd be like, where is he going? Oh, gosh. You know, he's going to tear the house apart. So that was that, that was that morning of the bad day, the first bad day, okay? Let's go to the afternoon, all right? Our happy little family, everything's cool now. We're, we're good, me and Leanne are. So uh, we're going to Lowe's afternoon, okay? We're walking in there. And hey, let's buy some stuff for our house, blah, blah, blah. Next thing I know it, a water bomb explodes out of my son and he throws up all over the floor. This is in the same day, okay? He just locked us out of the house. The sheriff, the sheriff had to come to my house and then he throws up at Lowe's. I'm done, okay? <laughs> let's go home, go to bed. And that's what we did, all right? So turn around the next day. This is day number two of, of bad days, all right? Um, it was going good, good day, but that night we had a meeting at church, and uh, on my way home, somebody did not like me. Now, is anybody a, a crazy driver like me? Because I know I am, but there, there's some crazy drivers out there as well. So uh, I had these really nice high beams on my car and uh, very intelligent BMW lighting, very technical, whatever, but um, the guy didn't like it. He thought it was too bright. So I'm coming around a curve, and he has hyperextended his arm out, and there's a certain finger that is raised at me because my lights are too bright. I'm just being real with you, all right? Is that okay? <laughs> so I was like, great. I'm going to go home and go to sleep, and maybe tomorrow will be any better. Anybody ever had a day like that? <laughs> and you're like, am I in a movie? Is there somebody with a camera behind like a wall somewhere fixing to pop out and say, gotcha, you know, and so, but, but no, that's not the fact. Life throws us some curveballs sometimes, doesn't it? And you just have to be happy or joyful, excuse me, you have to be joyful in them. But uh, life is crazy at times, and then you ask yourself, did that really happen? So tonight, we're going to look at a subject that I personally needed to work on those two days, and that was having joy in difficult times, <laughs> all right? Um, Here's the definition of joy that we're going to look at. I want you to listen to this. The definition of joy is to experience great pleasure or delight. There is a difference between happiness and joy. Amen? You guys out there with me, right? Happiness, here's, here's what happiness is. When you experience your child being born. I remember when my son was born, that was a happy experience. It was awesome. Um, when I got a pay raise, praise God for those that get pay raises and stuff, that's a happy experience. Praise God for that. Um, now, when your child is sick, that's not, that's not good. You're not happy, right? And when you lose your job, you're not happy, right? So those are two different things. Galatians 5.22, we're going to look at this scripture real quick. If you go ahead and put that up there, Adam, you'll give it up for Adam. Yeah. He does this about every week. <laughs> Galatians 5.22 says, but the spirit produces the fruit of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, and goodness. 
Guys, joy is a fruit of the Spirit. And Pastor touched on it. He preached about it a few weeks ago. But I want you to know that, guys, joy comes from directly from the Holy Spirit himself. Secondly tonight, Nehemiah 8.10, that same scripture's up there. And it says, go and, go and enjoy choice food and sweet drinks and send some to those who have nothing prepared. This day is holy to our Lord. Do not grieve for the joy of the Lord is your strength. The joy of the Lord is your strength. So how can we have joy in difficult times? Number one, it's the fruit of the Spirit. Amen? Got that? We just read that. Galatians 5.22. Joy is a fruit of the Spirit, fruit of the Holy Spirit. So if we have joy, this is what joy is going to produce. Joy produces, say that with me, strength. Strength. Joy produces strength. I had a very good friend here who I lost... Uh, not so long, not too long ago. And I, I called this lady and told her I was gonna talk about him tonight. But my good friend, David Carowin, was one of the greatest men that I've ever known, ever known. He was a founding member of the Bridge Goldsboro, core team of that, just a great man. I will never forget the joy that he had. I'll never forget the joy that he had. Students were drawn to that joy because they saw Jesus Christ in David's life. That's what they saw. And many of you that knew him, you saw that joy in, your li in his life. Even when he was battling cancer, I love this, so cool. He still played on the worship team. He's like, man, I wanna play guitar so bad. He would come out and play on the worship team. He would serve wherever he was needed. What David had was supernatural strength. David Carroll had supernatural strength given to him only by God, only by God. When the fruit of joy is operating in our lives, it does not matter what situation we are facing or what we are battling. As long as our hope is in Jesus Christ himself, then it is him, it is in him that we find our peace and our joy. Amen? I don't know what you're battling tonight, but God wants to tell you his strength is yours tonight. His strength is yours tonight. But understand this, have joy when you're going through your situation. If you ever met somebody who's going through a hard time, but you can't understand, why are you, what, what's inside of you that I don't have? I'll never forget a few years ago, um, about two years ago, I woke up after I, I had slept, I think it was maybe on a Saturday morning or Friday morning, and the room was spinning. I had a sinus infection where it dropped in my inner ear, and I was losing, I thought I was losing my hearing, literally. And I, I lost through that time of a couple months, I lost the joy of the Lord in my life because of a situation I was going through physically. I would pray, I would trust God. And here's what God did. What I love about the Lord is he speaks to you through his word. I love the fact that when you open up the word, sometimes it's just right there and he'll speak what exactly your heart needs to hear. I'll never forget to open up the Bible and right then he said, I am the Lord who heals you. I am the Lord who heals you. Also, I'm the Lord who gives you strength. Many times God has spoken that to me and two years from now, I am almost completely healed. And I thank God for that. And I believe that the enemy was trying to attack the very thing that I need to do my job. I really believe that. But tonight I want you to understand that the joy of the Lord is also, will also produce strength, amen. Secondly tonight, joy, oh, I'm sorry. We need to read, back up, go back to those verses real quick. There you go. Can y'all see that? Maybe? 
Okay, real quick. This is Psalm 121, sticking with the point of the strength, okay? I'm gonna read that to you real quick. I know it's kind of it's small, but I'll, I'll scream it really slow and really loud, all right? <laughs> so, lift up my eyes. Lift up my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? This is one of my favorite passages. My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord watches over you. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun will not harm you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over your coming and going, both now and forevermore. If you look at Psalm 121, you see verses three and four. I want you to put your name in this. He will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Matt Bartlett, Leanne Bartlett, your name. He who, let me see. He who watches over you will neither slumber nor sleep. We serve a God who is with us every day of every hour, who give us strength to go through any impossible situation. Amen. Secondly tonight, right our second point, <laughs> joy produces hope. Joy produces hope. Have you ever come into church with a bad attitude? You ever met somebody and walk up to them and they're like this? I'm just mad, just mad. You know, and it's like, man, what is wrong with you, man? What, dude, go over there, you know? Or, or I, you know, what, what's, what's going on? I, I met plenty of people like that, but there's something about this place. When I walk into those front doors, I feel the joy of the Lord in this house. Like tonight when we were singing worship, we were praising God, we were raising our hands up to heaven and we were glorifying him tonight. And by doing that, joy can just rise up within you. And it's only from God. Your attitude would change, you feel better and you're like, man, thank you, Jesus. My day wasn't that bad because I understand that you are in complete control. When we look at the Old Testament, we see King David who wrote the book of Psalms. King David went through a lot of things. He went through a lot of stuff. But he had joy even when King Saul was trying to kill him. But instead of complaining and whining, David gave thanks. He gave thanks and praise to God. I love what he said in this verse, Psalm 27, 6. He said, then my head will be exalted above the enemies who surround me. At his sacred tent, I will sacrifice with shouts of joy. I will sing and make music to the Lord instead of griping and complaining when situations and circumstances go wrong. Try worshiping God. I'm gonna read that one more time so you can just really get it. It says, then my head will be exalted above the enemies who surround me. At his sacred tent, I will sacrifice with shouts of joy. I will sing and make music to the Lord. Have you ever tried worshiping God in a bad situation? Have you ever tried that? I have. I'm gonna be honest with you. By doing that, by praising him, saying, God, no matter what I'm dealing with, no matter what I'm facing, God, you are my hope. Jesus, you are my strength. You are my everything. Guys, you can praise your way through things. You can worship God through things. And I promise you this, his word and his love will never return 
void. His love is unconditional. His love is a love that we cannot explain. He loves us no matter how far we've gone. He loves us no matter what we're going through. I want you to try this. Anytime you're going through something, instead of griping and complaining when situations, circumstances go wrong, just try worshiping God. Try worshiping him. And this is for me as well. I can be so pessimistic sometimes. You can ask my wife. Man, she's like, I just want to slap you, Matt, sometimes. What is wrong with you? It's not as bad as you think. It's not. I'm a worry wart, okay? You might not think that, but I'm, I'm a type A, woo, bounce around kind of guy. But I, I worry about things I just don't need to worry about. I need to place my hope and my trust in God to have a better attitude. Guys, Jesus is our hope, and he is our peace. Let me tell you what the word hope means. If you were to look it up in the Webster Dictionary, this is what hope means. Hope means to expect with confidence. Hope means to expect with confidence. I don't know who I'm talking to tonight. I really don't. I don't know what situation or impossible trial you're going through, but I want you to know that in Jesus, you can expect in confidence that he's gonna bring you through it because he's our hope and he is our peace. There's an old line that Stephen Curtis Chapman, he's a contemporary Christian singer, has been around for a while. There's a song that he said it, and the, the lyric was, he is our hope, he is our peace that can make this life complete. Only he can make this life complete. I wanna tell you a story about um, what an opportunity that I got to do a few months ago. Um, and I wanna thank you guys too about uh, this situation. On June 24th, I got to open up for third day. And um, yeah, cool. Um, it, was, it was awesome. There was a sold out crowd there, 6,500 people there. Um, Lee was there, Gage, who was leading worship, plays drums with me, excuse me. And it was just a great experience. And, and the guys, third day, are some of the most humble, ministry-minded guys you ever meet. It's about the kingdom with them, it is. And, uh, but there was this one guy there who um, handles things, so to speak. He handles situations, and his attitude wasn't too nice. And uh, he was this type of guy, when he walked through the hallways, it was like this. He was about 6'4", probably about 320, I don't know, something like that. He was like, get out of the way, get out of the way, you know. And it's like, get out of the way. I don't want you in the way of the band. So I was like, all right, nice to meet you, buddy. Good, welcome. Praise Jesus, glory to God, all right? So, you know, and it kind of made me feel... You know, I could have had a Compton attitude with him. I, I'm, I have a temper. I mean, we all have a temper, you know? But uh, I was hoping for a great experience that night. I was hoping for a night where I was going to encounter God in a way that I never had before. And I did. i never forget we walked out there. Um, I walked over, talked to Lee for a second, and, um, man, I was nervous. <laughs> I walked out there, and here is 6,500 people and just us. And, but we were able to lead worship and have a great experience with God that I will never forget. And uh, third day came on and man, they, they led worship as well, just had an awesome night. I had the privilege of coming back on stage to sing with Mac Powell. I got to sing God of Wonders with him. And um, man, just seeing all those hands raised up, worshiping our creator. And the night that I hoped for, it happened. It really happened. And then we were honored to actually go back and headline at Bush Gardens uh, 
not too long ago, too, a few weeks ago. So we're honored to, to do those things. But I could have let that guy's attitude ruin my night of opening up for the third day. But I didn't do it because the hope that I had for that night was like God is really going to show up and he's really going to move. And that's what happened. So don't let people, don't let situations, don't let struggles, don't let pain, don't let hardship, and don't even let blessing keep you from hoping in God. Amen. Amen. We serve a great God. So let's look at the first point real quick. Joy produces strength. Joy produces hope. Also, joy produces perseverance. Perseverance. The Apostle Paul, if we were to look into the, to the New Testament, we're going to look at, the, at his story. Man, Paul was a guy who first persecuted Christians. He hated Christians. He was taught by the greatest rabbis in Israel. He was taught by the greatest teachers of that day. And he even, you remember Pastor touching on Stephen, I believe it was not too long ago, last week, week before. Well, Paul oversaw the stoning of Stephen. That he, he was that type of guy. I mean, if you believe in Jesus, man, he, he didn't like you at all. Here's what happened, though. Paul was on a road to a different town, a little town called Damascus. He was on a road there. And how cool is this? Jesus came to him with this bright light and said, Paul, Paul, why do you, why are you persecuting me? Why are you doing this to me? And I mean, I bet Paul was like, who is this? What, what's going on? Wow. And, and I believe that the story correct is that he was struck blind. And then he, he, his sight came to him later on. Paul went through a transformation like no other. The God of the universe came to him and said, look, you're going to be one of the greatest servants. You're going to be one of the greatest apostles that ever lived. You're going to go on the right part of the New Testament. You're going to go through pain. You're going to go through heartache. You're going to go through trials. You're going to go through situations, but you're going to persevere. You're going to have strength because my joy and my hope and my strength is in you. Paul believed in Jesus, and Paul didn't take the glory, glory path of having everything perfect in his life or having everything go great in his life. He went through so much. He was even killed because of his faith. He died because he was a believer in Christ. He used to be the ones killing Christians, but then he became a Christian, and he gave his life for the gospel. I love what Paul said in Philippians 1.25, his right to the church in Philippi, and he said, convinced of this, convinced of this, I know that I will remain and I will continue with all of you for your progress and joy in the faith. Convinced of this, I know that I will remain and I will continue with you all for your progress and joy in the faith. There's a book that we've been reading by Jim Cimbala called Spirit Rising. If you haven't picked up the book, guys, church, please do. It is powerful. It's a powerful book. I love what Jim Cimbala, and he agrees with Paul. This could be Paul saying the same thing. He said, faith grows best in the soil of a heart that rejoices in Jesus despite what's going on around it. Faith grows best in the soil of a heart that it rejoices in Jesus despite what's going on around 
it. So what does it mean to persevere? What does it mean to strive through something? What does it mean to push through some things? This is what it means. It means to go on, to go on in spite of opposition. To go on in spite of opposition. We live in a society that could care less, that could care less about God. Every day, it, it seems like something new all the time. Somebody saying this about Jesus, somebody making fun about Jesus, somebody cursing Jesus. We live in a society that needs to turn back to God. Amen? But us as Christians, us as believers, we need to persevere and stand for the truth and stand for what's right. I'll never forget when I was in high school, I used to run cross country, shockingly. I used to run, I actually play sports. And uh, I did music and play sports at the same time. But I had to persevere. I had to learn how to train to run. I had to. I mean, if not, you know, I was going to be the guy in the back going, <gasps> you know, not, not keeping up with the, with, the, with the runners. So my body had to learn how to, how to run long distances. We had to run 3.1 miles. Those were our track meets, and that's what, we, that's what we had to do. So I persevered in that. I learned how to do that. And in doing that, I, I made it to regionals. I did, I did pretty good in that. Never made it to states, but I made it to regionals. But, you know, I did my best, and I persevered through that struggle. Guys, I want you to know that with the joy of the Lord, you can persevere through anything. You can go on in spite of any opposition in your life or anything that you're facing tonight. You know, the enemy, here's what the devil wants to happen in your life. He wants to say, you can't make it. He wants to say, you are worth nothing. That's what Satan is telling you tonight. Some, whoever I'm talking to tonight, I'm talking to myself. He's telling you that you are not worth anything. Stay right here, guys. But that's a lie from hell. That is a lie from the enemy. It is. You are worth more than you can even imagine. You are worth more than gold. Jesus loves you with all of his heart. He gave his life for you. <laughs> I mean, for the God of the universe to come down to a earth that is dirty, down to an earth that was just filled with sin, to say, I'm gonna take the debt, I'm gonna take the price, I'm gonna die on the cross for your sins, and I'm gonna rise from the grave on the third day, and then I'm gonna send back to the Father and go sit at the right hand, and I'm gonna wait and come back and get my bride. When I, hear that, when I hear that word to go, let me tell you tonight, guys, we can go through anything because we serve a God who's already been through it all. He's already been through it all. We can persevere. We can strive. We can do what we need to do because he's already done it. Life is going to throw you into different storms. It is. And trials. But I want to tell you something. Hold on. Hold on to that right hand. Hold on to Jesus. Many of you know this story. When Jesus was, well, actually, when disciples were in the boat and they were out, and Jesus, you know, was, he hadn't met them yet. They were by themselves. And here's what happened. A storm came up where they were at in, in the boat in the sea. And that storm was just rocking that boat, and that storm was just knocking it out. But Jesus was coming. He was walking on the water. I love it. And then he called Peter. He said, Peter, come out here and meet me. And he said, if it's you, Lord, I'll come. 
Peter got up, walked out of that boat, walked to Christ. But then Peter looked away, and then Jesus reached down, and then he called him. Guys, God's calling you. He's catching you. He has you by the palm of his hand. Then they went back into the boat, and Jesus said, peace. Peace be still. What's the storm you're going through tonight that you need to persevere in, that you need joy in your life in? Jesus says, peace. Peace be still. I am your joy. I am your peace. I am your hope. I am everything that you need. I never forget, there was a song I wrote. It's, uh, I'm not gonna try to do a commercial, but it's the last song on our CD that we put out, even a year ago. So um, it's called Everything. And the lyrics on that song, it says, you died for me, you rose for me, you give life to me, you're everything. And then what I, there's another lyric that says, you are everything to me, you are everything to me. Where can I go that you're not there? Because you're everywhere. You're right there with me. But that song was written of a situation personally in my life where I lost a family member who just basically turned away from our family and said, I'm done with you. I'm not gonna be a part of your life anymore. And it ripped me apart on the inside because this person, it, this person was family to me. And they were, they're blood family. But God has restored that relationship because I understood, and he worked a miracle, and I understood that he is everything. He's everything to me. Church, Jesus is everything to you. He's your joy, he's your peace, he's your strength, he's your hope, he's everything that you need. Let the joy of the Lord, let the joy of the Lord produce in you perseverance as you walk through life. These are the three things we touched on tonight. The first one was, repeat it back to me, joy produces what? Strength. Joy produces hope, and joy produces perseverance. Jaden, if you'll come, let's pray together. Father, thank you, Lord, so much for just being God, for being our creator, for being our savior, for being our king. God, I remember, I remember who I was before I gave my heart to you. I was a messed up young man who was on the road to hell. And God, I could have cared less about where I ended up. But God, you saw me on my road. <laughs> you saw me in a place where all I had to do was look up and you were right there. And Lord, there's somebody here tonight. There are people here tonight who need hope, who need peace, who need joy, who need to understand that if they have joy in you, God, then you're gonna give them strength. You're gonna give them power to live. The only power that comes is by the power of the Holy Spirit. So God, I pray tonight that as we talk to you as we commune with you. God, as you are in this place, even right now, that you will begin to work on hearts. Jesus, that you begin to speak to hearts who feel like I've just given up. I cannot do anything else. This person is putting my life in a bad situation 
or I'm putting myself in a bad situation or my job isn't what I want it to be or my children are, are crazy and wild and they're far from God and I don't know what's happening in my world. God, I need you to reach down. I need you to pick me up. I need joy in my life. I need, I need peace in my life. I need strength in my life. I need hope in my life. I need to persevere in life. Lord, I need you. Lord, I need you. And God, speak to the hearts right now. Speak to the hearts right now in this tender moment. Father, I thank you how you're blessing our church. God, I thank you for what you're doing. God, I thank you so much for being the God of the bridge. We love you, Lord, tonight. And God, as we go our separate ways, I pray and ask that you'll protect us and bring us safely back until we come, Lord. Father, we ask these things in your holy name. Amen. As we, uh, as we go tonight, I'm gonna open this altar tonight. I'll invite our staff to come and pray with those who, who need prayer. If anything that was spoken tonight from God to you, if you find yourself in any of those situations, we're here to pray with you. If you don't know Jesus, that's the first thing I pray that you'll get that relationship right with him first before you leave. There's a packet outside this door right here that can help you in your walk, but we're here to pray with you too, guys. So if you will, just exit quietly in the back and let's open these altars, all right? God bless. Thank you.